Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dan Carson, Director of Student Ministry Matters. We're thrilled that you've downloaded and are listening as we continue the conversation about student ministry. I just want to remind you that if you love to work with students, we're here for you. It doesn't matter if you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer. We want to help you as you seek to impact the next generation for Jesus. You can reach us at info at studentministrymatters.com. You can visit our website at studentministrymatters.com or check us out on social media. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you use. That's going to help others find this podcast. Now, today we're sharing an interview I had with President Terry Kimbrough and Dr. Gary McAllister of Central Baptist College about the value of Christian colleges and universities. President Terry Kimbrough is a native of Poplar Bluff, Missouri. He and his wife, Tricia, have three children and nine grandchildren. Terry is a graduate of Central Baptist College and has served on staff at Antioch Baptist Church of Conway and Temple Baptist Church of Little Rock. He joined the staff of Central in 1993 and became the ninth president in December of 2004. Terry enjoys interacting with the students on CBC campus. He has served in numerous capacities in the Conway community, including being a chaplain for the Conway Police Department. Dr. Gary McAllister is the vice president for academic affairs at Central Baptist College, with nearly three decades of experience in teaching and higher education administration. He teaches composition and literature classes and leads nearly 100 full-time and part-time faculty in providing an educational experience that integrates Christian faith and academic excellence. Gary loves working with college students and sees himself as a facilitator to help people achieve their dreams and do amazing things. Gary loves to travel, spend time in the gym, and enjoys um, time with his family and rat terriers. Let's listen together as we hear from these men. Thanks for being on the podcast with us, gentlemen. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us, Dan. Yes, thanks, Dan. You know, one of the things that isn't mentioned in their bios is that I've known both of these men for nearly three decades. President Kimbrough and I attended Central Baptist College together for a year before he graduated, and then we briefly served together at Antioch Baptist Church of Conway. And I had the privilege of connecting with Dr. McAllister shortly after his arrival with CBC. I remember a night or two of watching Star Trek together and the ferrets that his family used to have. That is true. (laughs) Now, not only are these knowledgeable men who are good at their jobs, they are simply good men. Uh, Normally on our podcast, we have a random question of the week. It helps us to get to know one another. Uh, Chris Vines and Micah Powell are my co-hosts, so... You can only imagine the randomness that we run into. Now, I don't really want to limit you to just one thing, though. So maybe you could give us three big things about yourself that people might not know. And I'd love for our people to get just to know you a little bit better. So, President Kimbrough, let's start with you. What are three things about you that people might not know? I'm pretty sure that people don't know that I used to be a cowboy. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's true. It's now, true. I never, I never, never learned to rope and ride, but I dressed the part all of my young adult life, really until God called me to preach. I came to CBC. Don't ask me why that changed. I just thought I, I probably should dress a little more professional. I was a non-traditional student. But prior to that, man, I had the Western shirts, the cowboy boots, the hat. I know you just can't even picture that. So the second thing, I think most some people know that I was a store manager for a major grocery chain in uh, in Memphis. Yeah. And uh, was in for a city when God called me to preach. Um, and then associated with that, the third thing is that uh, on the corner of Winchester and Mill Branch in Whitehaven, I was robbed, uh, tied up, handcuffed and gagged. In fact, that's right down the street from where Mark Livingston's new church is going to be. And that's public because it's on Facebook. So everything. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's moving to Broadway Baptist Church. And that's, I thought, oh my goodness, I had some really bad experiences right down the street. Wow. Uh, So that's three quick things. Uh, The armed robbery would take a whole session to talk about. It would. God spared me. And that's when I said, uh, just tell me what you want me to do. I think you got my attention. (laughs) Well, Dr. McAllister, how about yourself? What are some things you might not find on the normal bio? Well, about, I guess, probably about 15 or so years ago, my doctor told me that I had diabetes. And so he said, you got to change the way you live. And that meant eating better and going to the gym. And so now I spend a lot of time in the gym. And for an old guy, you know, 61, almost 62 in another month, I did pretty well. In fact, um, this spring, I set a personal record on the bench press. I benched 405 pounds, so I was quite pleased with that effort. Uh, another thing that I enjoy doing is uh, singing. I've been singing since elementary school and always been involved in a choir. I love praise and worship, and I love Uh, leading worship at my church, Central Baptist Church here in Conway. And the third thing that uh, I enjoy doing is traveling. And I've had been blessed, had the opportunity to visit 32 different countries around the world. So it's been been quite an an experience and hope to to visit a few more uh, before I'm done. Well, Uh, you talk about two guys that are, you talk about two opposites right there. You got them. (laughs) I mean, I can bench press a pepperoni pizza and, um, Man, I like to stay home as much as possible. I have traveled, but my goodness, what was that? Oh, singing. People won't let me sing. We're a little different. Well, well, Dr. McAllister mentioned that he attends Central Baptist uh, Church there in Conway. He's active there. Uh, President Kimbrough, where are you involved in church at? I am still at Antioch. Still Even after I left the staff, they let me stay there. That's, <laughs> That's, good. Good. That's a good sign. I did <laughs> ask. <laughs> I have an important question for our audience. As you know, our podcast is for student ministry workers and two student ministry workers. So let's say they're bringing a potential college student or group of uh, college students to Conway, or they're potentially visiting the college for themselves. They're going to be in Conway for the day. Where should they eat? Now, what is a place that gives them a taste of Conway? And I'm going to make it a little bit more difficult, though, because i got to take one restaurant off the table. And that's Stobie's. And for our listeners, Stobie's is a staple of the Conway community. They serve breakfast in the mornings, they're great sandwiches. The rest of the time, even a fire couldn't stop Stobie's. They simply <laughs> rebuilt bigger and better. 
their cheese dip is the stuff of legend. So outside of Stobie's, what do you recommend? Dr. McAllister, what's your Conway eatery? Oh, that's really easy. It's going to be uh, Tacos for Life. And the reason why, well, there's several reasons, actually. One is, is because it's owned uh, by my niece, Ashton Samuelson, and her husband, Austin. And I just love the mission of that place because it equates so much with what we do here at CBC. It's just very uh, Christian focused. Uh, One day they were walking together and they were having a conversation and they were concerned about world hunger. Now, two young people in their 20s, what could they do about world hunger, you might ask? Well, they decided to build a restaurant. And now they have, I think, maybe 15 or 16 different restaurants across numerous states. And for every meal that's purchased, they donate a a meal to some child somewhere in the world. And so now they have given millions of meals across the world to people. So I love that place, not only because of what they do, but I love the food. Uh, I love their fried chicken taco. It's good. It's good. We're on a whole food plant-based diet in our house because of my daughter and they have a seared tofu taco Mm -hmm. and they have a fried eggplant Mm -hmm. taco. And so it's good. We've got one about three miles from our house here in Northwest Arkansas. And so it's good stuff. How about you, President Kimbrough? Where would you send somebody to go eat? Well, I was thinking marketplace and then you said a youth group and that would break the budget. It would. (laughs) (laughs) We have a fairly new restaurant, Bulgogi, and uh, I had to learn what Bulgogi is. It's really a type of the way a meat is prepared, but they have other things. But it's owned by a member of Antioch. Uh, Their parents and them previously owned Chinatown. Oh, okay. Uh, Korean barbecue. It is fantastic. Get the cheesesteak sandwich. Oh, there you go. It's good. Okay. I'm hungry, and I just ate at Chick-fil-A which is where all Christians are supposed to eat. (laughs) (laughs) They don't go to the devil's chicken. (laughs) A couple of episodes ago, we were talking about tacos for life versus Torchy's tacos out of the Austin area. And (laughs) noticed how those things are just the opposite. You got the devil's taco and you got the the (laughs) Jesus taco. (laughs) Well, I love these guys and the work they do at Central Baptist College. They have given a large part of their adult lives to CBC. They see the work as valuable and impactful. As student ministry workers, we often have the opportunity to speak into the lives of those in our ministry. And choosing a college can be difficult, but providing our students with good information can make a big difference in that process. Now, I've invited President Kimbrough and Dr. McAllister on today to talk about two big questions. One, why should our students consider Christian college over a secular one? And two, why should our students give Central Baptist College a good look as their place of higher education? So, gentlemen, let's start with the first one. Why should we point our students to a Christian college over the community college or state school that's just down the road from where they live? And so who'd like to start? I can start. I've got a few things I'd like to say on that topic. Sure. Got just a little time. Maybe I can expand upon that. You know, I visit with prospective students all the time and I tell them choosing which college you're going to attend is a very huge decision. You know, college students choice affects uh, a lot of things. It affects their choice of major, friends that they'll make, their extracurricular activities that they partake in, and possibly even who they're going to marry. So which college they pick is going to have an impact on their life. 
And I think when you start looking at faith-based colleges uh, and comparing those to secular colleges, there are four things that kind of stand out in my mind as being differences. One of them is the Christian environment. Uh, Christian colleges provide an environment prime for building students' faith. So whether it's incorporating Christian values into classes or to weekly chapel services or enjoying wholesome extracurricular activities, having the infrastructure that uh, prioritizes building a relationship with Christ makes a huge difference. And so at a Christian college, students are constantly surrounded by reminders of God every day. You know, whether it's prayer before a class begins, a Bible study in the residence hall, or praise and worship in the chapel service, these reminders help students grow in their faith uh, during their four years of college. I think this really helps them, I believe, prepare for the life ahead. The second thing I think is different is the curriculum. You know, at a secular college, students may be confronted with opposing views that don't align with God's vision. But at a Christian college, faith-based values are integrated into every class. You know, whether it's an English class, a science, history, psychology, fine arts, really just any class, students get the benefit of seeing and hearing the influence of the word on every subject. You know, godly faculty teach content through the lens of their faith, which provides a deeper, richer understanding of the subject that they're studying. And it's important to understand that professors wield a tremendous influence on the minds of their students. So be aware of this major difference in Christian higher education. A Christian worldview undergirds a student's faith, whereas in many other secular institutions, you'll find that often their faith is undermined. The third thing is uh, community service. I think Christian colleges seek to develop in students a spirit of servanthood. As believers, we should follow the example of Jesus, uh, who was equal with God, but humbled himself and became a man. Therefore, Christian colleges prioritize giving students opportunities to be of service to others on campus, in their communities, and even globally. And finally, uh, there's this community of believers. Christian colleges attract strong young men and women from every walk of life, but having the common denominator of a shared faith can make the difference between falling into temptation during their college years and finding God's calling. So having shared values along with accountability and support helps students navigate a difficult and very impressionable time in their lives. Let me ask a question. Sure. And I think those are great. But a, a look at this idea. How would you respond to those that say this is a it's that fortress mentality that we've taken these kids who are homeschooled, we've kept them safe, and now we're just going to keep them safe again for four more years? You know, I can understand that. And perhaps there was a time maybe when that was true, particularly here, maybe at CBC. But I think it's different now. Uh, when I first came to CBC, probably 90 percent of the students, I would say, that came here came from Christian homes. But over time, the demographics here at our institution and probably at a lot of other uh, private Christian colleges have changed. There's more of a field of ministry here. So students are acquainted with a lot of different views on the campus. But the nice thing is that there are faculty here that guide that. So you can have some of these discussions, some of these tough things, so they're not completely sheltered, but you do have guidance as well. President Kimber, what would you add to that on choosing a Christian college over, say, here in Northwest Arkansas, we have the Northwest Arkansas Community College, or we have the University of Arkansas. Um, we have a lot of choices. So why should I go to a Christian college. I have to be very careful to not let my emotions get involved in this because mm -hmm. I, I see students and I think, 
Now, Dan, why would they let them go to that college? <laughs> I do. When, when I think of all of the temptations that these kids have, and, and all of my kids attended CBC, all three of them graduated here. But, of course, that's to be expected. But I have grandchildren coming up. And the difference in what they are dealing with at school and what my kids dealt with is just unbelievable. Certainly, maybe some kids come here who've been sheltered, but I would say unless you lock kids in a box, they have not been sheltered. Yeah. This, this world is a click away from everybody. That's exactly it. And I need, I need them here. As, as Dr. McAllister said, we're we're pretty diverse now. This is this is a mission field in itself. But at the same time, we also need those kids with uh, with good influence, not just for us to help them, but for the students to help each other. I mean, we have students lead other students to Christ. So this is we, we're not a bubble, and maybe we were even Dan when you and I were here. Yeah, it was it was more of a, a bubble, but. You know, well, it's choose- hard to add anything to what Dr. McAllister said about choosing a Christian school in general. I just think, you know, you don't want to just cut them off and say it's almost like throwing them to the wolves. And I'm not speaking negatively about public schools, but for some universities, it really is a very negative thing what they have to put up with. And some can handle it, but I can tell you. It's difficult if they're not very grounded to deal with some of the things they hear. Christian colleges uh, definitely make an impact. If we want to use the broader term of faith-based colleges and universities, but they make such a big impact in people's lives. Um, I look at my own situation, my own life. I think about my wife and I, we, we met at college. And so it made a difference that we were both at Christian College at Central Baptist College. I think about my 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 wife's continued education. She is she received her master's from John Brown University, another Christian school. My son, he while he's not at Central Central Baptist College, um, he is at another Christian university. Um, it is a powerful thing. And then my daughter is fully invested there at, at Central Baptist College. It makes a huge difference. Uh, in someone's life. And so I think that the Dr. McAllister has, of course, given us some great reasons. And, and President Kimbrough has talked to us about this, this big thing, and we don't want to cut our students off. We don't want to just leave them out there. We want to send them to a place where they can feel loved, relationships can happen, and that they can draw closer to God rather than further away. And so that's just some of the, the reasons I think that they've shared with us are fantastic. Well, uh, there's a phrase that we talk about in regards to Central Baptist College, uh, the CBC experience. And so, you know, as we talk about a Christian college and we look at that, we have President Terry Kimbrough of Central Baptist College. We have Dr. Gary McAllister of Central Baptist College. Both of these men have spent their a big chunk of their adult lives and ministry of investing in students and loving students and helping the, the college grow. 
they've probably expressed the word, the CBC experience. I could talk about the CBC experience myself, having graduated there and now I have my daughter who's there and seen other students over the years come and go through that, that college. Uh, but maybe one of y'all could talk about what is the CBC experience? What does that mean when you hear those words? Okay, I'll, I'll take that one. It's hard to put into words because it's, I think it's different for every student. It is. I'm it sitting is. looking at the shelf. I have a shelf just dedicated to students who either sent me a picture or for some reason wanted their picture taken with me. <laughs> and, and it's just a shelf full. And then I have a shelf full of things that students have brought me. I, I think that's part of it is the fact that they are people to us. They become family if they want to. I mean, I don't know every student, but I tell them at the beginning of the year, if you want to know me, you can get to know me. And you can just can't say that at every college, university, because just numbers just prevent that from happening. So the investment in their lives, and then they invest back in us. I can't use her name because I don't have permission, but there was a student who came about 12 years ago now. My wife and I sat with her at a table. She was bitter. Uh, she was just pretty, she was mean. <laughs> and I thought, what are you doing here? She was from another state and that found out this was her seventh place. This her seventh foster home she was living in at that time. And they even dropped her just a few weeks after she got in college. I just saw the change that God made in her and now her family. They're both graduated. And I've asked her to write her story, and it's it's an emotional thing. And right now she just hasn't done it. But it, we see stories like that every day. Lives change, transformation. Even if somebody comes and they're a born-again Christian and never miss church like me, my life was transformed by the CBC experience, sitting in a faculty member's office between classes. Where do you do that? Well, you do it here. You, you just go in, sit on the couch, talk about things, uh, eating with the professor in the dining hall, playing ping pong with the teacher. It's just that's part of the experience. And of course, I didn't get involved personally in all the extracurricular activities, but my kids did. And, uh, and I see other students do that. And the sports. There's 16 sports. It's part of the CBC experience. We are the Mustangs. And uh, we've grown quite a bit since you were here, Dan. Quite a bit, yeah. We have we've added a team. few teams since you were here. <laughs> One team. <laughs> Is it, we just uh, did one then? Yes. Yeah, yes. Just men's basketball. We were out of just compliance. Men. Hope the statute limitations expire. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the CBC experience is, is again, a phrase that we use a lot, especially as an alumni, as I talk about my time at Central Baptist College. And it is, it's hard to put into words exactly what that looks like. I know what it was like for me at CBC. I found, I found uh, the person that I'm spending the rest of my life with. I found my direction in, in that ministry that God wanted me to pursue. I found professors who just loved on me, who saw potential in me when I didn't think I had any potential. Corrected you? <laughs> corrected me, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, it's, it was an incredible, incredible time. And so I look back to it with great fondness. And so it's easy for me to get excited about, about CBC. 
Um, so let me ask that the second big question that we're looking at, because it focuses around that type of question. And you probably touched on some of the things, President Kimbrough, but why should I encourage my student to give CBC a hard look when considering the next step of their education? Either one of you, be, or both of you, I'd love to hear from you on this. Well, I have Go several. Ahead, okay, I have several things that I often tell prospective students, particularly if they're thinking specifically about a, a Christian college, because they've already narrowed it down at that point. So what makes us uh, stand out or be better maybe than going to another place? And I, I come back to about three or four things. The first one is, is I think it's the, the personal learning experience that we provide here. You know, when I first went off to college years ago, uh, my parents, they picked the college for me and, and they sent me to a public university. And I remember that very first class that I walked into as I opened the door, I was, it was a very large auditorium, 300 students sitting in that classroom. And, and I came from a, a very rural town, a very small school. In fact, I don't think there were 300 students in the entire school. And so to see this in one class, it was quite overwhelming. And I made my way, being the good Baptist that I am, I made my way all the way up to the top, to the back, and had a seat there and waited for the instructor. He was good. But the thing of it was, was like a couple of weeks later, I passed him in the hallway and we made eye contact and he didn't even know that I was in his class. And uh, he, you know, he probably taught three or four classes with 300 students. And so one guy, 900, 1200 students, how could you have a real personal learning experience? It was just difficult. But here, whenever I teach a class or whenever I walk into a classroom that very first day, sometimes I shock students. And I shock them because I know their name, even though they've never met me. You see, before I go into a class, I study the roster and I match their ID picture with their name. And so I know who they are and I call their name out. And from that moment, I begin to build a relationship with those students. I begin to understand their strengths. I begin to understand their weaknesses. So I try to build those strengths and lessen those weaknesses, and they begin to learn about me, and I begin to learn about them. And over a period of a semester, and sometimes even over a period of four years, I build strong, deep relations, almost family connections with these students who, who come and go here. So I think that's one of the things that you, you're probably not going to find in a lot of other institutions. Another thing is just a quality education here. I mean, our students excel, to be quite honest. When you look at our students who come out of our teacher education program, we have principals calling us saying, hey, do you have anybody? We want your students. They always do really well once we hire them. Um, we have students who leave here from our uh, psychology department. They go on to graduate school. We have students who are accepted into professional programs, into pharmacy schools, into uh, physician schools, into dental hygiene, you name it. Our students get into highly competitive programs. We have students uh, in our journalism department, for example. This year, they won the best newspaper in the state, and that's out of all public and private colleges in the state. Uh, CBC won first place. And then you take a look at our fine arts department, our music 
people. This year, uh, we took home first place out of all colleges and universities in the state. We, we took home first place in the upper college music theater category. That's quite impressive. And you look at our uh, athletic programs uh, before baseball ended in the spring, we were 21 and five. We had the best record in the state. So you begin to think about how our students perform, how they excel. And it's all because of the encouragement that we give, the support that we give, and the training that we provide here at CBC. We also have outstanding facilities. You look around at all the new buildings that are on this campus. It, we have high technology. In fact, we're installing some technology in, in every single classroom this summer that's going to allow uh, students who are hybrid students who are connecting remotely to see 360 degrees within uh, the classroom to be able to follow the instructor as he or she walks around the room to see and hear other students speak to see the whiteboard where we're pretty pumped up about what that's going to do, how that's going to help our students learn. And we also have qualified caring faculty. If you look at our faculty, uh, not only do they have the appropriate degrees, but they also have the experience that they bring to the classroom and they care about students. Their doors are open from eight to five. If they're not in class, they're there waiting to help students. So it's that kind of support, I think, that we provide that really makes us different. And then finally, it's just a great education at an affordable price. When you start looking around at what private colleges generally charge and what public institutions uh, charge, uh, there's a big gap. There's a big difference there. Private institutions are costly. But when you look at CBC, we're very moderately priced. We're very competitive and we provide a great education for that price. So I think it's a good choice. What excites me right, is that you're excited about it. I love hearing the passion. I, I can just hear the passion in your voice. You have invested yourself in Central Baptist College. You know that it's an important place and a powerful place. Let me ask another question, though, and it's kind of off script. So if you don't have an immediate answer, uh, I'd just love for you to speak to this, though. There are probably men and women who are listening to this podcast that work with students and their, their theological training, their biblical training is probably not as much as they want it to be. What would it be like for them to attend Central Baptist College? Is there a way for them to, to do that either remotely or some sort of, do they have to live in the Central Arkansas area? Is there a way that they can work on a Bible degree outside of that? You know, I can speak from personal experience with my wife. You know, she's a dental hygienist and she has two associate degrees and she has two baccalaureate degrees. And now she's decided that she wants to go back and get a Bible degree. So she is coming in the evenings uh, in our oh. PACE, PACE department and she's uh, in the leadership and ministry program. And, uh, you know, once a week uh, she is uh, taking a class and she comes home and she's excited to tell me what she's learned um, whether it be theology or whether it be about teaching or, or leadership. Uh, she's learning so many things. It's just been such a great experience. It's made me appreciate what we do and the kind of impact that we have on students. So if there are people out there, then yes, we do have uh, the ability for them to come to campus or they can just connect live to a class uh, or they can just take classes online, completely online. We offer all these modalities to uh, help, help students who need that flexibility. That's fantastic. One of the things that we want to do with Student Ministry Matters is help connect uh, student ministry workers with opportunities for them to grow in their faith and their understanding of God's word so that they can better 
minister to the next generation. And Central Baptist College is is working to do that all of the time. Gentlemen, thank you for taking some time out of your schedules to be with us and to share about Central Baptist College. Now, if somebody wants to find out more about CBC, what's the best way for them to do that? President Kimbrough, how, how would they do that? Well, we have just opened up tours again on campus. So we, we social distance. I never thought I would say that term right. <laughs> in my everyday vocabulary. But we do our best social distance as much as you want and feel comfortable. But we do have on-campus visits. That's, when you talk about the best way, the best way to get a feel of Central Baptist College is to come to campus. You can go online, cbc.edu slash visit, schedule your own visit or call, and they can schedule it for you. We also have a virtual tour. If you just can't get here, you know, if you're ty- if you have limited time, or you just don't want to travel here, you can go online to the same website, cbc.edu slash visit, take the virtual tour. Uh, there's all the information you need there about application. But the main thing is to let us know you're interested and we can reach out to you. You can email any of us. It's the first letter of your first name and your last name, T. Kimbrough, cbc.edu, G. McAllister. You can just email admissions at cbc.edu. We're here. And the great thing about us is we're small enough that, you know, you can just tell one of us and we'll make sure somebody reaches out to you very quickly. So you just kind of, you let it leak out that you're interested and we'll be all over it. Well, let's say we have a, a youth group. Um, we have others uh, in our church that want to learn more about um, about Central Baptist College. Should they still email you or is there someone else that would be good to, to email? Well, I just said that because I just want everyone to know we're all open. Yeah. You know, I, I get inquiries quite frequently that say, Hey, could you pass this on to somebody and get somebody to call? Sure, me? sure. But the best way is, of course, to go online cbc.edu slash visit or slash admissions, either one, and and you can enter your name. The main thing is to get yourself uh, in the system or let somebody know. Uh, again, I turn in names weekly, sometimes daily, of students I think should be here, and uh, sometimes God leads them here. Sometimes he leads them somewhere else. But when you talk about uh, the biblical or the theological side, Dan, I cannot imagine doing what I do and speaking in churches and not having the the quality and the level of training that I got here at CBC. Uh, I just don't know where I would start. I, I realize every day from the beginning of a preparation, of a sermon or a speech that I use things that Dr. Slayton, who is still here, by the way, yeah, Dr. Mitchell, who's teaching, probably teaching Paul some things in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Thomas, who's, you know, he's retired, but now we have Dr. Jameson and Dr. Porter. I, I mean, we are very blessed in that area, as we are in all of the areas. But I can't imagine doing what I'm doing and not being able to draw on the things that I learned here. Central Baptist College is a great place, and I'd encourage you to reach out to the school if you have students or if you'd like to continue your education. 
And so once again, I want to thank you gentlemen for taking a few minutes to share with our listeners about Central Baptist College. College is a pivotal time for our students. We might think that because they have graduated that finally that those students are no longer our concern. And while they may not be there in your youth group each week, the truth is we care deeply about what happens to them after graduation. Let's help point our students to places like Central Baptist College that care more about uh, things than just the grade. Let's make the most of those moments and those opportunities to speak into their lives because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.